Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. I'm your host, Janae Ledger. Thank you so much for being here and tuning in today. This is episode number 99. Wow. We have made it to almost 100 episodes, and I'm so happy and thankful that you are here today listening. Uh, I can't thank you enough for being here and, you know, supporting me and my podcast. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I have a very, very exciting episode and I'm so excited for you guys to hear it. And I hope you enjoy it and learn something new because that's what this podcast is all about. Just destigmatizing topics, having open discussions and just having some fun along the way. So enjoy. All right, everyone, we have a very special guest today. She is the founder of Lala's Bedtime Tales, a sexual wellness and liberation brand. She is a sexuality coach and sexual health educator, and also an erotic audio podcast host and erotic writer. Everyone, please welcome Lala to the podcast. All right, Lala. So I'm so excited to chat with you today. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you for allowing me to come on. I'm super excited to come on and talk about erotica, which is one of my favorite things. Yes, I am so intrigued. And I think it's something that people, I think, don't really know about. So I think it's going to be such a cool opportunity to kind of share your knowledge and all about it. So I would love to start out by asking you, what are you most excited about that's coming up in your life? What I'm most excited about? so I uh, this is like <laughs> kind of off but I turned 30 in June so yeah so I'm super you know excited to close this chapter and see what my 30s have ahead of me um and then just overall you know I took a leap of faith and I'm focusing on being like a full-time podcaster and author and sex coach so just going on that journey as well that's amazing I love it and honestly I just turned 30 last year, so I feel you, and it's, I feel like the 30s are going to be just so, like, such a growth moment, and just, like, learning new things, and just, like, like you said, kind of taking a leap of faith, and I absolutely love that, so that is amazing. Congrats on all the endeavors. That's so exciting. Um, Now, tell us how you kind of got into, like, podcasting and erotic audio yeah so it's a funny little story so when I was like around 13 I started reading erotic books and I don't think my mother knew it but like she'd be like oh my friend told me about this book like you should read it I know you love reading I know you love romance and I don't think she knew how explicit it was but she was also sex positive so I started reading these books and I realized Anytime something happened to me that I felt was like traumatic or sad or I needed to pick me up, I would go read an erotic novel and it would help me have this release. And it also made me more like comfortable with the idea of sex and talking about sex and seeing sex from like a female pleasure perspective versus what we're usually, you know, taking in from like the media and like people around us and society and stuff and how sex is supposed to be for women. 
And so that kind of started my journey. And then like, I remember on a road trip, me and my husband, or at the time, we were, he was my boyfriend, we were trying to find something sexy to listen to, to get into. And we were listening to like Sex with Emily and stuff like that, which is more educational. But anytime I would find like little erotic stories, I didn't feel like they were like as exciting as they could be. So then I was like, I'll start something myself. We're all mixed kind of like the elements of Dipsy with like the sound effects and the music with like an actual story storytelling where people can get like the ideals and the details of like the actual sex happening and so then that's how my podcast was birthed like I mixed what I loved about both and was like mm, let me you know add my little touch to it and that's how it was birthed as well yes that is so cool and it, and it's so fun that you kind of like took some experiences and personal experiences that you kind of went through and like that you enjoy and you kind of like put it all together and something that you're super passionate about, obviously. So I love that. That's so cool. Yes, now, definitely. Now, would you say you kind of grew up in a sex positive environment? Yes, I did. So my mother, she has a social work background and she did some counseling. So I had a parent who taught us good touch, bad touch from the beginning. She taught us about anatomical terms like that's your vagina and stuff like that. Like I was in the first grade getting in trouble because I was educating kids where babies actually came from. <laughs> and so yeah, and even in like high school and relationships and stuff, she always like at the time I didn't want to hear my mom talking about love and sex, but she would even give me like helpful advice about different stuff. Like one time she told me like what you enjoy in the bedroom is what you're gonna be good at. And I was just like, ew, oh my gosh, mom, no. But like at <laughs> almost 30 I'm like yeah that's so true so it's just yeah I sex wasn't a dirty thing in my household I didn't even really understand until I got to like high school and everybody was like oh my gosh she's a slut because she talks about sex and stuff so yeah interesting. wow it's it's so interesting too because I think everyone kind of you know there's some folks that you know were grown up in a very very sex negative environment and it's yes. like that really like that like really brings into like your adulthood and like all that knowledge or lack thereof knowledge and I think it really it can really be tough on like learning more about ourselves and really being comfortable with our sexuality and just being a sex positive person because I think I too also grew up in a sex positive environment I think it's just that open dialogue with, you know, your parents or your caregivers and kind of understanding like, you know what, this is normal. Everyone has sex. Everyone is here because two people had sex. I always say that. And it's like, it, it's a natural thing. So it's like, what's the, what's the tabooness of this when it's like something that every fucking person does? Yes, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. And our parents are our first teachers, right? So their attitudes towards sex is going to kind of encroach on our own personal values and beliefs. So if those are negative or something that you should like shine and they have like, you know, an adverse reaction and quite naturally when you grow up and you get all this shame as well. So definitely. Now, how did you get in like, so you, I know you started the podcast. How did you actually start to do, you know, your sexual health education and um, a sexuality coach? Like, what did that journey look like for you? Yeah, so I unfortunately had endometriosis and like the pain was so terrible. It was ruining my relationship because I didn't want to be touched. I didn't want to have sex. I was having issues with my body and like 
most commonly, like with most people, it takes about seven to eight years to get a diagnosis. And it took me about that long as well. And so I was having all these issues. I didn't know where to look. I would look up different boards and stuff like that, but I wasn't really seeing anything that helped. Like, okay, I've gotten the endometriosis under control. So how do I get back into like the groove of everything with wanting to have sex and getting my desire back and stuff like that? And then also I was diagnosed with vaginismus, which no one ever talks about and a lot of people don't know about. And so I didn't even know women could have sexual dysfunction before pregnancy. So it was different elements like that where I was like, I need to create a space where people can go in, get education they need so they can better advocate for themselves with their doctor, as well as destigmatize female sexuality as like a dirty thing so I remember going to the doctor and not even feeling comfortable talking to her about sex because she would just like close up so much so it would just kind of get uncomfortable so I wanted to create that space especially for women our marginalized communities that don't typically get the sex education that they need to thrive and so that's where my journey started that's so powerful and I think it's so important for our healthcare workers to make that connection of you know what you are coming to me I should be like more open and 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 it's so awkward when you go to like a gynecologist or any doctor really and you're like I don't feel comfortable talking to you about what I need to because you're making me feel uncomfortable or awkward or like not just like that that uh bedside manner is like trash sometimes I've been to some doctors and I'm like what the fuck like this this needs to like I can't believe that some people are just not like, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but like, they're just not really good at like the communication and just like making you feel comfortable to like talk about these things. Cause it can be like uncomfortable and, and scary or intimidating. And it's like, they should really like be more open to, you know, if making you feel comfortable. That should be like the biggest thing in my opinion. Yes, exactly. I definitely agree, especially when you don't know what's going on with like your body of all things and your health. And so have someone like, right, like syphilis and stuff can lead to like really bad things like issues with the brain and kidneys and stuff shutting down. And this is like, if I can't come to you and say, hey, I need a whole SCI panel ran, like that could have, you know, adverse effects where like later on down the road, I have some other health issues that could have been solved had I been comfortable talking to my doctor about SDIs. So, yes. It's so important. So I just, I'm a huge advocate for that. And just like being able to feel comfortable because I think if like when I do go see a doctor and I'm like, they make me feel comfortable and like I can be myself and just like tell them exactly what I need or what's going on that makes me feel good because I'm like okay like I can I can I don't have to worry about like oh my god are they judging me and 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 that can be such a hard thing I think you know as women we're just you know there's so much stigma around our pleasure and all these sorts of things that our body does and it's like you know I just it's it needs to be I would love if it was just more like balanced and like yes don't don't worry about if someone is you know judging you because they shouldn't be like they're a woman too like if it's a woman doctor for instance and just like really being able to understand like it's okay if you're having an issue and you can come to me and feel comfortable and just have that open dialogue I feel like that's just so so important I just went off on a huge tangent but I think it's very important oh yeah I agree Um, definitely so I want to get into 
you know, erotica and autoerotica. Now, for someone who, you know, has never heard of it, can you kind of explain what it is? Yeah, so to start off with, I'll start with a big umbrella, which is erotic literature. And basically, that's content that's describing sexual acts as an empowering act, and it builds sexual anticipation in its audience because it follows like a storyline that involves passion, romance, and sexual relationships. And it's intended to arouse these feelings in their audience. And so from starting from erotic literature, going to audio eroticism, so there's people who have like a eroticism kink, which means that sound turns them on so if you've ever just kind of not even watched the porn but you kind of listen to like the sounds or like ASMR is a big thing for you then you might have a sound kink which is realism and so what audio eroticism does is basically it's sexually explicit audio content in the form of narrated erotic storytelling and it has like sexual noises and sounds and I'll even mix in like some therapeutic sounds like running a water and nature effects if it goes with the story to kind of help bridge that mental health benefit of it having a stress release um and releasing those good feeling hormones like endorphins and stuff like that so yeah wow so I love it and I actually really love ASMR like (laughs) so I'm all I'm all about this and I think it's something would you say it's become more popular over the past like decade or how long do you think that this has been like kind of trending? I don't know. So erotica has been around for like hundreds of years, like many, many years. And then every so many decades, you see kind of like a lift in popularity. Like for this, our time would be like 50 Shades of Grey really put erotica back on the map. Mm-hmm. But then also too, like, I want to say like audio eroticism, I feel like became really big around 2019, especially during 2020 with the pandemic and people being home and, you know, needing that connectedness and stuff. They got more into self-pleasure and masturbation. So I feel like the audio erotic aspect became even bigger around that time. Interesting. Yeah, I mean that makes sense because we were all stuck at home. Like, we're gonna masturbate. We're gonna we're gonna have some fun. So I yes. love that. Um, and I know that there's so many apps that people can use and podcasts and just so many different things that people can listen to. You know, erotic audio. Now I know your podcast is fucking amazing. So I wa- I definitely want to get into like all the nitty gritty of how you get your inspiration and stuff, but is there certain apps that you use that you enjoy that, you know, someone can kind of try this out for the first time? Yeah. So for me personally, um, so my favorite app that really helped me like um, through my vaginismus journey where I would have to do dilators and stuff was Dipsy. Uh, I like the whole ASMR kind of aspect of it, especially when they have like the sexy men come on and like talk you through different stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So that's one that's really big. And then there's also the UK version, which is called Oclio. And then also um, one of my favorite um, other erotic podcasts, um, it's called Wild Nights and it's a man reading um, different stories. And so that's a different twist. So if you want to hear like more of a manly voice, like he's a good one to go to and listen to. So yeah. I love those wrecks. That's awesome. Okay, I would like to interrupt this podcast and share with you an excerpt from Lala's podcast episode, Your Friends Can Play Too. Here it is. Have you ever joined? 
joined the Mile High Club? No, I squeak as my nipples begin to pebble and my heart beats erratically. Then let me help you gain your exclusive membership to the spectacular club. Reese responds, his lips devouring mine in a hard, passionate kiss as his fingers play with the edges of my lace thong. His fingers playfully brush against my vulva as he deepens the kiss. His fingers tease the entrance of my wet pussy. My clitoris quivers achingly for his touch. Reese trails hot kisses around my jawline, making me shudder with pleasure when his tongue licks the shell of my ear. He causes me to convulse when his teeth raise my earlobe, nibbling it into a bone of ecstasy breaks from my lips. I whimper in disappointment when Reese removes his hand from between my thighs to lower the straps of my sundress to expose my breast to him. He smiles with excitement when he notices I'm not wearing a bra. Too eager to take things slow, Reese impatiently pulls me onto his lap, dragging my hot, wet pussy over the bulge in his jeans. That just gives you a little taste of Lala's podcast. All right, now back to the episode. Yeah, I actually know my personal favorite podcast. It's called Girls Gotta Eat. Um, okay, yeah, I love that one. I love that one. So they actually have a sex toy line of sex toys, and they also have an app that corresponds with the sex toys. So they have erotic audio on there, and oh. you can actually Bluetooth connect your vibrator do the app so it kind of like you know you'll be listening to the story and then the the vibrator will kind of go along with the story and like intensify and like change you know change the pace and the the controller so it's like super 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 cool um very high tech so oh my gosh. Check that out. it's called vibes only so like I said it's an app on your phone and like I said you can connect it to the sex toys which is freaking cool and then they also so they have like a couple different toys uh-huh. one of their toys I know we're kind of going to get into this as well but one of their toys specifically you can actually have your partner like how, anywhere in the world yeah get the app and they can connect it to your toy and they can kind of control the toy from their phone wherever they are in the world wow that's awesome that's super cool that's like um this brand lovance they have stuff like that like with lovance there's this one that me and my husband have where like it's like so it's like a flashlight and then like a vibrator for me and we can connect them and play with each other that way and it could be anywhere like in the world like if he's gone off on a trip he can take that and i have the vibrator and we can like mutually masturbate that way oh that is so cool i love that yeah and that can that I mean that's so good for like yeah if if they're away on a trip or something or like you know work or whatever like that could be super super fun to spice it up I absolutely love that yes um so if someone were to you know never they've never listened to erotica and they kind of want to get into it um like do you suggest something like like a first step of what they can kind of try out first to see like what they're into yes definitely so 
My biggest thing is I feel like um, erotica has three things. It has relatability, it has escapism, and then it has fantasy. So I always like to suggest to people, like, if there's, like, a favorite television show that you, like, love, then, like, like let's say, for instance, let's say you love Suits, right? So then I would tell you to go read T.L. Swan's Miles High series, where it's about these billionaire bosses and, like, the women and the sex off the chain in those books. And then that would be, like, if you wanted, like, um, kind of, like, to live vicariously, and that's, like, how you want it to pick. Or if you got, like, a kink that you're really interested in, then I would tell you to go find a book based off of kink you like. Like, one really good one is the Salacious Players Club by Sarah Kate. She does, like, different types of kink. She does, um, she's done voyeurism, um, praise kink. She's done, like, a Domina, where a woman was a dumb over, like, this young guy that was a brat, which was super hot. Um, and she's even done, like, group sex stories. Um, so that's also yeah so that's a good one and definitely right like I always do kind of like with um pornography it's like an entertainment tool that kind of helps you envision yourself in like the driver's seat of what your fantasies could be like however like definitely go research of course more if you're wanting to get into like BDSM or anything like that so these books kind of give you an idea of oh this might be something I'm interested in so yeah I love that that is such a good way to kind of like ease into it and like you said see what you're into and then kind of go from there I love that um now would you say that I know that there's like so many like you said so many different types of erotica like you were just mentioning um BDSM all that fun stuff um I want to talk about like the benefits of like listening to this because I know a lot of people kind of go to just porn and they watch the videos and it can be very kind of overwhelming for the brain like just overstimulating I guess is what I'm trying to say and I think that this could be a really good opportunity to kind of get into your imagination but I definitely want to know more about like the benefits of erotica yeah so it has mental health benefits and sexual health benefits and so there is a study done by the national library of medicine and it shows that 74 percent of women who read erotica or listen to erotica tend to have more sex so it's a natural way to boost your sexual desire because it's stimulating content and it helps with your sexuality exploration of desires and fantasies and it could be used as a mental exercise that helps you reach orgasm because it's arousing material so like like, I like to say foreplay should be something that goes on all day. So it could be something that you use to put yourself in the mood for sex. So once you get there, you're already hot and ready to go. And then it helps improve your sex life because it normalizes or changes the narrative in your head about sexuality. And it typically makes people more sex positive and it sees female sexuality as a normal thing. And it can help lower your inhibitions and make you more adventurous in the bedroom. It makes you feel sexier in and out the bedroom and it helps you give, give you sexy ideals in the bedroom or make you want to try new sex opportunities like sex positions or like I said, different types of kink. And then it can get you more aroused and increase your libido and it can make you more sexually confident and less embarrassed about talking about sex in the bedroom with your partner. So, yeah. Wow. I mean, just right there alone, that is so many great benefits. And I think, I just love that, like you, can, like you were saying about the driver's seat, like you can kind of pretend that you're, you know, receiving the pleasure and what the person is kind of 
saying and doing and like it really I think it makes you really really use your imagination way more than just like watching it on a video yes definitely and then too since typically erotica is written for women by women um Mm -hmm. it's typically seen as more empowering empowering for women because typically with a lot of mainstream porn it's porn it's more so from the male gaze and like what men want versus erotica you get your hot guys you get kind of in the mindset of a woman having pleasure like there's tons of oral sex from women in erotica like stuff like that that typically may be taboo to some people you get a lot of that in the books. Like there's polyandry, like there's reverse heroes where women are with like three men and like it's normalized and stuff. So I I definitely think it's interesting and I can see why women tend to love it more than they would watching porn. So yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I think it's kind of a cool way to switch things up. Like I love when you said, you know, you can kind of start it out by like, you know, maybe listening to it before you're kind of getting in the mood for having sex and like, kind of using that like you said as your foreplay I think can be so hot because I mean sometimes every once in a while me and my fiance will watch some porn together and kind of like do what they're doing but I think we should try this out because then it's like it it kind of keeps you in the moment but just like hearing those sounds and all the things that are going on can be so stimulating and I'm sure it can be like a really fun way to spice things up yes definitely I like sometimes I'll be reading it and I'll see something hot and I'll like see I'll send the scene to like my husband and be like oh this is sexy like what do you think and then also too if it's a good way of like kind of being like I want to try this in the bedroom but I might be too shy you can kind of be like oh hey I read this in this book like what do you think about this doing this so it's different stuff like that where it can be used as a tool yeah oh I love that idea too because I understand that some people like are super intimidated by bringing something new into the bedroom or you know they're like so nervous to like say it in person or you know what I mean like it it can be very intimidating for some folks that are not so comfortable around talking about it so I think that that could be a super fun way to be like hey like send it along and be like hey like what do you think about this and kind of get their vibe on it and I think sending it you know texting them like I think is totally fine and just like seeing kind of how they react to it and and I also I always say this to my listeners but blame it on me like say oh I was listening to Janae's podcast and she said this 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 like let's try it out like blame me I don't care like I just (laughs) I'm all here for it so um, I think it's so so fun and just being able to yeah like using your imagination and like you were saying trying out new sex positions really being able to spice it up I think this is such a great tool to use and trying out something new because hey like you can kind of play around just like you would with like a a porn video it's like you can kind of play around and see what you're really into and then I'm sure that will also spark ideas for like oh wait I really you know they're I don't know they're doing something crazy in the in the audio and you're like oh shit like I really want to try that like and I'm sure it can spark so many cool ideas as well for the couple yes definitely and like even role-playing as well so yeah so you can like get two characters and you really like them and be like oh hey like we're gonna go play you know these two people today so yeah yeah oh I love it now I want to know how how do you get your inspo for your podcast and your so 
this is going to sound so crazy. Uh, I do it in multiple ways. So okay. sometimes it can be just kind of like, um, kind of like a different genre, like everyone's talking about that they're really interested in some of like the Facebook groups that I'm in. Or like, again, some of the sex scenes might pull from like my own personal experiences or a lot of my friends. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But then also too, like sometimes if I've like watched a show or read a book, like my mind, when I go to sleep sometimes, I'll start dreaming up different like scenarios in my head and be like, hmm, this could be a great story. And I'll write from like that as well. That is so fucking awesome. So it's really like just all of your different ideas and things that you experience and stories that you personally hear are things that you've kind of done. That's so cool. Yes. Wow. I mean, that would be, I'm just trying to think of like, do you ever have like, do you have like a ton of sex streams because you're kind of always thinking of like what to write next? Yes, I do. So because <laughs> also for inspiration, I do watch like, I love Belessa because it's female friendly porn. So I watch a lot of that. And then like, I'll read a lot of erotica. <laughs> like I'll have friends talking about sex and clients and different stuff. So yeah, I have lately, of lately actually have had a lot of sex streams. That's awesome. I, I, I love when I have a sex dream. I think my favorite sex dream that I've ever had, this is so ridiculous. Um, I had a dream that I had sex with Scott Disick. He's like, you know, the Cardiacian. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, yeah, Courtney's favorite. Yes. I had a dream that I was having sex with him. And then Courtney, I forget if she like found out about it or something, but she got like so mad at me. And I was like, Janae, this is the weirdest dream because I don't even really think he's attractive. That is but it was hilarious. It was so funny. I'll never forget it. I woke up like the next morning and I texted my best friend. I was like, I just had a dream that I had sex with Scott Disick. And she was like, What? I mean, you have to be doing something right. She was with him for years. So right? <laughs> maybe, maybe you can put it down in the bedroom. You never know. <laughs> Probably. So funny. But yeah, I think, I think. <laughs> like sex dreams are so fucking hot and then you wake up and you're like really fucking horny and you're like yeah sex yeah and honestly so i've been i've been actually reading a ton of books lately um it's kind of like my i hate to say new year's resolution but like just something new that i'm starting that yeah instead of scrolling on my phone at night that i literally do for you i used to do it for like hours instead of doing that i'm reading a book at night and it's it. been so therapeutic and just like yes. nice to not be staring because I you know I work on a computer you know I, I podcast and then it's like then I'm staring at my phone all night I'm like I need to like decompress and not be staring at a phone or a screen so I've been loving reading and some of the books that I've been reading um are really fucking hot and like the sex scenes and it's really like it's so it's so empowering and it's so like it's so sexy and like you said like you can get so many more ideas and and I just I I don't know there's something about it that's just really fun and interesting and I don't know there's something about reading it that's just like yeah in my brain I don't know it's so fun and I love I'm really enjoying like the sex scenes and then I'm like all turned on and I'm like fuck now I need yeah. to masturbate <laughs> right yeah that's happens to me what's the sexiest book you've read lately Ooh, so right now I'm reading every summer after okay have you heard of that one I have heard of it I haven't read it yet but I've heard of it 
It's good. So I actually, the, the chapter that I read last night, they had a sex scene in it. And I was like, oh, wow, this is really fucking hot. And then I, I did read um, Ugly Love by Colleen Hoover, which I know is okay. she like blew up recently. Um, but her books are really good. So I'm trying to get more into those. And then I still need to um, read the ones that you recommended to me because I have them on my list. And I definitely am interested in the ones that you sent me. So I'm really, I think it was what, Mile High or something like that? Yeah, that was one of them. Because that series is like, it's a really good story. But then like the sex is just like really good in it as well. So love that. Yeah. Love that. Um, so I guess where is, do you have like a, like a, a favorite podcast episode that you've like the story that you've told do you have like a favorite or like one that's super memorable yeah so uh one of my top ones now that people love is your friends can play too and it's about a girl who's an exotic dancer stripper and she meets these guys at the club and they invite her out on a trip to ibiza and she has a good time with him and his two best friends Ooh. Yeah, that sounds hot as fuck. Wow, <laughs> I love that. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Yes, I have. It is on my back of my mind. It is one of my goals for this year is to get out one of my books. I've actually started and I just stopped because I got so busy with everything else. Yeah, well, that's that's awesome. I mean, I think you're super passionate about it, so that's that's a great goal to have. I'm actually. Um, I started to write mine too, but I'm only like three pages in and I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> like what am I getting myself into? But I think I've I've interviewed so many authors and all of them say like if you just do a little bit here and there, like yes. it will it will eventually just start rolling and um, you know, just keeping your your mindset and your goal at the, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel and just continuing to yes. write here and there. I feel like it's definitely attainable and I feel like every time like I just picture myself like getting the physical copy in my hand and just like having a meltdown so I feel like that must be the most exciting thing like going through the whole process and I imagine that so I think I think it would just be such a cool thing to do is write a book so that's definitely I mean I can totally see you writing a crazy (laughs) awesome erotic erotic novel well, thank you. Yeah. I and mean, then definitely too, I think a big part for me was um to be okay with the fact that I might have tons of rewrites. Or you might start it one way and it just ends completely different, a lot better. Cause there have been stories like short stories I read where I was like, oh my gosh, this sucks. No one's gonna like it. And those are the stories that have blown up on my podcast. So you just never know. Interesting. That is yeah. so cool. I love that so much. Um, any other like erotic, you know, benefits or anything else that you wanted to share before we get into the next segment? Yeah, really quick. So there's a relatability aspect from reading, especially with erotica. Um, and so what you'll see is if you've ever experienced any type of trauma, they'll tell you to write your story, but write it how you want it. Um, 
to wish it had ended. And then to piggyback off of that as well is I feel like you can read books where there's trauma happening and you see their healing and happily ever after. And that helps get you in a mindset that there is a rainbow at the end of the tunnel. So definitely the mental health benefits and the trauma healing that comes from reading sexually stimulating books and arousing is definitely beneficial and I even myself I've had the benefits of it so yeah wow I love that that's it's so nice to hear that too because I think when you go through something traumatic it's like trying to you know remove it from your brain but I think like you said writing right I mean journaling I think is something that a lot of people I think overlook I guess you could say and yeah I think getting your your words out on paper and just writing it down and kind of getting it out of your brain and I love that kind of like rewriting the end of your story of like how you wanted to you know how you wanted to have it end so I really love that that's really nice uh all right let's get into some uh, you know spice up your relationship you know I know a lot of a lot of my listeners I know you know we have some single ladies single men Uh, But a lot of my listeners are definitely in relationships. Um, So I think just keeping it spicy, keeping, you know, your sex, sex world alive. um, What are your, you know, favorite tips for like keeping it spicy? Ooh, so my like number one favorite thing, whether you do like a staycation or like a mini vacation, like even for me, I always say hotel sex is like the best sex, but anywhere you can take yourself out of your regular day-to-day environment and it kind of relaxes your mind and it frees it and allows you to have, I feel like be more mindful when you're having sexy time with your partner. And also, too, taking it a step further, there's, like, kink Airbnbs that you can rent out and do different stuff like that, which is, like, a whole lot of fun. And then also another thing that I like, I like the idea of, like, role-playing. I love dressing up, wearing something sexy, and then, like, doing, like, a little strip tease or something for your partner just to kind of spice it up. And then there's, like, amazing games out there, like, we aren't really strangers. There's like even some apps that will kind of give you like an ideal of like different positions to try out, different role playing, stuff like that. And um, that can also help spice up. And then everyone's afraid of toys, but don't be, they don't desensitize. No one's going to choose a toy over a partner because a partner allows for emotional connectedness, but toys definitely heighten the pleasure and it can create different sensations for both men and women, depending on what toys, like there's a whole market of just couple toys out there and it definitely is a great way to like give it a go and like you even said earlier watching porn with your partner which is something that I do also listening to audio erotica just different stuff that's stimulating having you guys connect not only on a physical level but also an emotional level as well helps make the sex better and keep the sex alive and spice up in a long-term relationship wow mic drop there that (laughs) That was beautifully said. I love when you said too, like being mindful and kind of being in the moment. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in like the everyday life, like you were saying, and just like we're on autopilot and it can be sometimes super hard to like exit out of that. And I, I think just like trying to stay in the moment and, you know, being present, you know, putting the phones away. I know in the bedroom is something that I've been trying to, you know, be better at. And I think just like really 
being present in the moment when you're kind of in the bedroom because obviously that's usually when sexy time happens although I love a personal you know living room session on the couch whatever (laughs) but I think um you know just just being mindful and also I think trying out something new like maybe you're you always turn off the lights like maybe throw some candles on and you know get the led I, I love this is um led lights so you can get them like i don't know like best buy mm-hmm. uh and we put them behind our uh bed frame Ooh. so it like illuminates kind of like the bed frame area and there's all sorts of different colors and every color is like a different vibe so like the red is like really really fucking crazy and sexy and then like the blue like all the different colors are like really really different vibe like the sex can be super super different for each color so that's one of my favorite things that I've done you know within the past like year year and a half that really like what I know when those lights are on it's like we're gonna have a fun night that's hot that's sexy I know also too like you can do like mood setting and a sexy playlist with Alexa as well mm-hmm. so if you have your lights connected you can do mood setting lights and then you can also have Alexa play a sexy playlist and I feel like every couple needs a sexy playlist like mm-hmm. that is like such a good way because like right our senses were connected like if we hear a song or something we'll remember something so I feel mm-hmm. like that's a good way to get people in the mood Oh, I love that. I love that tip. Yeah, definitely make a sexy playlist. That's a really good one. I definitely have one on my Spotify. I should probably share it out to the people. <laughs> yes, I love it. I mean, I know this is super corny, but the song, um, oh, what is it called? Pony by Genuine. I mean, that oh, song hits yeah. me every time. It's just so fucking hot. And every time yeah. I hear it, I'm like, I want to have sex now. Just, yeah, that's a good one. It's a good one. Oh, and I think anything just like that makes you feel hot or even like if it's like like a slow and seductive, like there's so many different types of songs too, like slow and seductive or like crazy EDM, but it's like really fucking like, like you're getting wild up in the bedroom. You know yes. what I mean? Like there's so many different vibes of a uh, playlist that you can do too, which I think is super fun, like super yes. intimate, sensual oh my gosh now I have so many ideas <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. um, have you ever been to one of those kink airbnbs so I've been to uh, a, a house that had that type of stuff I haven't actually booked through like a kink bnb which there is a website um if you guys go follow erica's um Erica Rose. she does a whole sexy vacation um and she was talking about how they have actual kink bambies but I have been the one that does have like some of like the sex furniture and stuff like that it's an interesting experience yeah that's so cool I definitely think that would be really cool like you're saying like a little either a getaway or you know what I mean like doing I mean you could always buy a piece of furniture and you know put it in your house and kind of try it out and see what you think like yeah I think I think or even like um me and my fiance recently went to a sex store and a sex toy store and it was so much fun I we were like passing it and it's like 10 minutes down the road from our house and every time we pass I'm like we need to go in there so one day we were going past and I said 
we're going to stop in. And it was so much fun, like kind of just spontaneous. And we just kind of walked around and we we're like, all right, what do we want to pick out? And it was really fun to just kind of experience that together. And like, I mean, you can also do this online if you don't want to go to a store in person, but I think just like looking up some things. And, and I know um, one of my personal favorite online stores is uh, Dina from the bigger O on Instagram. She has some fire stuff on her website. So I highly recommend going to check her out. Um, but I just think like you can make it like almost like a little date night, like, oh, let's pick out something new for us, uh, you know, to spice it up and just like go through, you know, Amazon or whatever, like I said, the bigger O website and just kind of see like, oh, like what would I be into and like see what your partner's thinking and kind of choose something, order it. And then like, you're going to look forward to receiving it in the mail. So I think that can be super fun too. Yes, absolutely. And I agree with you. I love going it's a lot of fun um and then too I feel like you can kind of see better in person like what the items look like and you can you also have those the workers in there that are experts on the product that can help you find what's best for you based off of what you're asking so yeah definitely definitely I love that so much uh so Lala we have one listener question for you regarding um you know erotica so the question is um, this listener has a hard time finding audio that fits her kinks and her kinks are teasing denial and orgasm control do you have any tips for where I could potentially find these oh wow yes um so that's a good question so it depends on like is she wanting to have more of that ASMR experience? Because if she's wanting to have more like the ASMR type experience, then definitely Dipsy is a good investment. Um, They have different stuff like that where uh you can kind of listen to like the male and the female and they're doing orgasm control and teasing and stuff like that. Then there's also Audible as well, where you can get the audio books. And like I said, um, the Salacious Player Club by Sarah Kate, she does a lot of stuff like that as well as Sophia Lark. She's a little bit darker, but in a lot of her books, it's a lot of BDSM type stuff that involves orgasm control, the teasing, the building of anticipation before like letting the person orgasm. And then also as well as the Crossfire series. Um, but if you want the ASMR experience, definitely check out Dipsy. And then also there's some orgasm control stuff as well on my podcast that I've done in different episodes, like a sensational tease. That's a really big one. And then my last story, Dazzled by the Devil, there's some orgasm control as well oh well thank you for that tip that's amazing um good stuff good stuff orgasm control I fucking love that that is hot that's definitely a hot thing that's a that's a good pink yes all right are you ready for our game I am I'm super excited Awesome. So this is called this or that just to get to know our guests a little bit more. And I definitely threw in some sex stuff for you. <laughs> All right. So the first one is, are you an early riser or night out? I'm an early riser. Mm. Uh, pizza or pasta? Pasta. Pasta. Love. 
Uh, would you rather give up all technology or give up TV, movies, and books? Ooh, that's a hard one. I would probably say all technology, which is really hard for me to say. <laughs> but we can't live without those books, you know? Exactly, right? <laughs> okay, if you had to choose dirty talk or like a long foreplay session, which one? See, I would choose dirty talk because I feel like dirty talk like can really get you going. Like whether it's foreplay before or even in the bedroom, like while you're having sex. So dirty talk. Love, love that. Uh the next one is sex toys only or oral sex only. So I'm gonna say something that's gonna blow so many people's mind. I am not that big on oral sex being done to me. I love giving head, but actual oral sex being done to me, I it's a hit or miss for me. I've even been with like, wow, crazy, it feels like I'm about to die or not so great. <laughs> so <laughs> I but I can do sex toys all day long. So I definitely go with sex toys. Love it. I actually agree with you completely. I'm the same way. Yeah, because I this one guy I was feeling so hot like I thought my soul he literally sucked my soul out my body through my clitoris like I was just like I can't do this anymore like I tap out stop that's wild yeah I completely agree with you that's so funny um all right now we're gonna get into some BDSM would you rather be blindfolded or blindfold your partner be blindfolded love love it um would you rather create a new holiday or create a new day of the week create a new day of the week wouldn't that be cool yeah i feel like we can always choose more days right especially on the weekend i know uh sex in public somewhere or shower sex i'm more of a sex in public person like i'm an exhibitionist type personality yeah Okay, can I ask, where is your favorite place that you've had sex in public? My favorite place I've had sex in public, um, it was a dressing room. <laughs> it sounds crazy. I don't know. Well, Love let that. me think of it. Let me think of it. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Like, so, I've had sex in a gym shower, and I've had sex in a dressing room of, like, a what is it it's like a like a club monaco or something like that uh-huh. um so i don't know i think the gym might have been like hotter because we're no. in like the men so i don't know men hearing me have sex I don't know that's fucking awesome <laughs> that's so great I early love 20s <laughs> hey we've all done some crazy shit oh my god I mean, I think it's so fun, though, because in, like, the thrill of getting caught is, like, so fucking hot. You know, like, is someone going to hear us? Like, it just adds another layer to the sex experience. Yes, definitely. All right, the next one is, would you rather live in the Playboy Mansion or live in a strip club? Oh, my gosh, Playboy Mansion all the way. Like, I was a huge Playboy fan when I was, like, 13 or, like, 19. So, like, I'm all for being, like, a Holly Madison girl next door type thing. I love it. I love it. Would you rather glow pink when you're attracted to someone or glow red when someone annoys you? Glow red when someone annoys me so they know to get the F out of my face. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes. I love it. Um, this one might be an easy one, but sexting or like a dirty photo. So I'm all for dirty photos. Um, okay, so let me preface this. If it's a girl sending a dirty photo, then I'm like, that's hot. If it's a guy, not so much to me. I don't know. I just feel like the female body is hotter than male body. I mean, I I'm be all day, but I don't know. When it comes to like what actually turns me on from like a stimulating from photos, it'd be like a sexy photo of a female. Yes, that's totally fair totally fair um a clip suction toy or a g-spot toy oh that's so hard so g-spot toys for some women if you don't think you're a squirter if you use a g-spot toy that can help you kind of determine whether or not you squirt um so i don't know g-spot can be great but a clip suction toy can get you there quicker oh that's a hard one (laughs) you're like i don't know which one I know. Um, I say for my mood right now, I'll say G Spot Stimulator because there's this Love It's three that I've used while like I give head, and mm-hmm. like it's amazing. So your partner can control it while you're blowing them. It's amazing. That is super fun. The next one is: Would you rather always make out for five hours or always have sex for seven minutes? So I'm not a big kisser, which this is going to blow people's mind. I'm not a big kisser. So I will say I can have sex in seven minutes, especially if they know what they're doing. So, I mean. <laughs> yes. I quickies can be great. So That is so true. Okay. And then the last one is, would you rather never self-pleasure again or never have sex again? That is a tough one. <laughs> Because I feel like you can rub one out without a partner and be okay. Mm-hmm. But I mean, nothing beats having actual sex with a partner. Oh my gosh, that's a hard one. Oh man, I guess as long as I have a partner, <laughs> I can say uh, the, I'd rather have sex and go without self-pleasuring. That's fair. That's right. You have dick on demand if you have a partner. You should. You should are consensually, yes. 100%. Oh my gosh. I love this so much. Um, Let everyone know where they can connect with you, please. Yeah. So I have a website, uh, lalasbedtimetales.com. And from there, you can get sexual health education and blogs, love and sex advice. You can visit my podcast and listen and check that out. And you get to know everything about me. And then I also hang out on Instagram at lalasbedtimetales. And then I do a lot of educational stuff on YouTube as well at lalasbedtimetales. So definitely listen to my podcast and let me know your thoughts in my DMs. I'm always happy to hear. Amazing. Well, this was such a pleasure having you on. Thank you so much for sharing all of the goods and the juicy tips and tricks. It was so much fun chatting with you today. It was fun chatting with you as well. Thank you for having me on. All right, y'all, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and definitely hope you learned something new about erotic audio. Definitely check out Lala's podcast and some of her recs that she shared with us in this episode. 
connect with her on all of her social media that we plugged and it will of course be in the show notes as well and you know where to connect with me at my naked mindset on all of your social media instagram facebook tiktok you can also connect with me on my facebook group my naked mindsetters and email me if you have a topic that you'd like to hear me talk about or find an expert to talk and discuss and thank you so much for being here and tuning in today for another episode of My Naked Mindset. I love you all. Bye!